Gabby, welcome to another episode of the Happier Life Project, brought to you by free mental health and wellness app, My Possible Self, in partnership with the Priory Healthcare. Next up in our self-love mini-series, this is the second episode of three, we're going to be looking at self-care, body positivity, and Lizzo with Self Love Live. Self-love by name, self-love by nature. Liv is a social media influencer and content creator with over 200,000 followers. She's got a wicked sense of humor, is kind and compassionate, and really shines a light on how to feel good in ourselves and accept who we are without changing a thing. Today you're going to hear some fab advice on how to get through the crappy days when you're feeling down because let's face it, we all have them. How to reframe that critical negative inner voice so it has far less control over our thoughts and feelings. How to creep up the self-love scale with some simple actions of self-care and positive affirmations. And why we should all be a bit more Lizzo. So, ready to find a healthier, happier you? Let's get started. Welcome to the Happier Life Project, Self Love Live. Thank you. Our first Brummie on the podcast, I think, actually. Represented. <laughs> I know, right? So, you're a digital content creator, a social media influencer, and you post about self love, body confidence, and mental health. Yes. And you're very open about your own personal struggles with depression and having bipolar disorder. And I have to really credit you from the get-go because I do think you handle these quite sensitive subjects with grace, compassion and humour. Thank you. That's so kind. Yeah, well, I guess that's what makes you so relatable as well. I mean, for example, the Take Your Meds (laughs) Instagram stories. Uh, I love doing them. Yeah. So fun. A constant reminder. Yeah, yeah, how important it is to take your medication. So what inspired you to become a content creator in the mentioned, first of all? So it was never my plan. This wasn't this wasn't kind of like a I'm going to be a content creator from now on. I started using Instagram solely to document my mental health journey. And as you know, I talked more openly about certain subjects people seemed to resonate with it and before I knew it it kind of snowballed into this effect of like people needed to hear that reality of mental illness and also the comfort of knowing they're not alone self-love live have you always been self-love live and if not how did you get there oh that's a great question I I don't know how it came about to become self-love live. I think it just it just worked with my name so well. Mm. Mental health was such like a long-winded thing. I don't want to be mental health live. And I just thought self-love live, it has a nice ring to it. And it just, there's no deep meaning behind it for me. It just works with my name really well. It works with your name and with your personality, right? <laughs> oh, thank you. So your journey then with self-love, has, has it always been there, that appreciation for yourself, or was this something you had to work on? Oh, it was something I had to work on, absolutely. I used to have 
quite disordered eating when I was a teenager. I'm 30 now. And my body became my own worst enemy, mm. you know, and I just, I hated the look of myself in the mirror. I thought I was the world's worst person. And it all stemmed from just this hatred towards myself. And one day I remember being on Instagram and this was before I was self love live. I was just kind of live. And I saw, um, a fellow influencer, her name's Megan Jane Crabb. Uh, mm. She's fantastic. Yeah. And I saw her in her underwear, just being exist, existing in a bigger body, I should say. And I thought, oh my God, I've never needed this so badly. And it completely changed my kind of mindset, seeing these women with curves and cellulite and stretch marks. I'm just thinking, you know what, it's okay to have a body that looks like that, looks like this, it's okay. Like there's no one size fits all for beauty. Mm, Absolutely. I've come up with this thing, which I think you're quite like, the self-love scale. So I thought it might be quite good for you to do it. And I guess I could do it too and our listeners to do it in terms of where are you on the self-love scale today? We won't have zero if we have... One being not loving myself at all to 10 being unconditional love for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you, Liv, on the self-love scale today? I'm an eight. I'm an eight. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. I know. I'm an eight, mate. <laughs> Absolutely love that. I'm not so high as an eight. I was about to say, where are you on the scale? Well, I know this is terrible, but as you can see, I've not got any makeup on because I'm in India and it's sweltering, so it would just slide off my face. You're glowing, though. You've got a glow to you. It might be sweat, but you are glowing. (laughs) It's actual sweat, but I'll take that. I'd say maybe I'm a 6.5. Let's go with that. Better than a 1. Better than a one, yeah, and still over 50%. Exactly. Follow-up question for anybody listening that's on the lower end of the scale. Have you got any tips for how they could creep up to a higher number? Oh, absolutely. So I do, on my Instagram now, what I call self-love Sundays, where every Sunday I share a tip or a trick on how to really boost yourself from a one to to an eight or even a ten. You know, mm-hmm. so my main, my main, main tip, I will tell this to my friends, my family, everyone. If you're on social media, unfollow any account that makes you feel less than. Even if it's your friends or your family, but if you're looking at your Instagram and you're thinking, oh, I wish I could look like them or, oh my God, I don't look like them. I must be awful. No unfollow because your mental health is more important than how your Instagram feed looks Mm. and your Instagram should be like a magazine but one you create yourself one that is you know full of people with diverse bodies you know diversity in general inclusivity it shouldn't be just one body type because obviously no one that's just not realistic in this world Mm, yeah that's really good advice what does unconditional self-love look like for you on a daily basis oh that's a that's a good question um I think in my opinion it's unrealistic because I feel like we go through these ebbs and flows of life you know no one is going to love themselves every single day 
Mm. What I can only hope for is that we have the tools and tricks to understand that if you're having a bad day, it's okay. Mm. It's absolutely fine. Not every single day is going to look the same. And you might wake up one morning and think, oh my God, I'm the best thing. I am Beyonce. And that's amazing. But you might wake up another day and think, I am the lowest of the low. And that's fine. It's, mm. It swings around about, it's ebbs and flows. Mm. No one can achieve unconditional self-love every single day of the, of the week, of the year, of the month or whatever. It's just not attainable. Well, I'm going to take that thread and I'm going to run with it because I want to talk to you about Lizzo. <laughs> Do you like her? Oh, yes, let's go. <laughs> okay, great. So in um, her music and in her general sort of life messaging on socials and in interviews, she's very much about body positivity, as you know. I yeah. saw her in an interview um, when I was doing a bit of research on the topic of self-love saying vulnerability is sexy and powerful. Absolutely. Would you agree? A hundred percent, yes. I think, I think people think vulnerability is uh, weakness. They see it as like, if you show the raw and real side to you, you're weak and you're pathetic. But I think it's so appealing. It's like, I'll give an example. I hope James is my music, my partner, James. So James deals with anxiety. He's very open about it. He'll tell anyone to ask him about it. And when he comes to me and says, you know what, I'm having a really difficult day. Would you be able to give me some tips and or guide me through this? His vulnerability and his acceptance that he needs help is so powerful and so it just makes you think like wow like mm. you being open to suggestions and to help it's so wonderful to see because I think for men especially they will shut down or they'll be like no I'm the man I'm strong I'm this mm. showing vulnerability especially in the male is so like it's it's rare but so important do you think as well if we do let people see our vulnerable side then that does kind of help us with our self-love healing as well a hundred percent yeah just to be like you know what I do struggle with negative thoughts or with my appearance today's a good day today's not such a good day yeah I think it just it just brings it down to realistic things you know like I said before not everyone's gonna have the best day of their lives ever every single day but what we can hope for is that we have the tools to know that you know a bad day it's not a bad life well going back to Lizzo who's you know gorgeous and super talented she admitted in this interview I watched that she really struggles too and she says that sometimes she has really bad negative thoughts and some of this will creep in from you know the idiots that maybe troll her online or whatever and obviously most people love yeah. Lizzo but um she says that when that happens she reminds herself that she knows she's going to get through it she's having a bad day and it's like I, I think you've got yeah. a very sim similar message in that respect that like you've almost got to own it when you do, are feeling bad about yourself absolutely absolutely me and me Lizzo are best friends <laughs> so sisters but then I guess, <laughs> but then how do you not wallow? Because I feel like there's perhaps a danger then that you could, couldn't you? It's like, you can accept that you're having a bad afternoon, a bad day, maybe even a bad week. But then if maybe yeah. you allow yourself to wallow too much, that can get quite dangerous. And I think that's when it can escalate into maybe even more severe mental health conditions. Yes, 
I will always say to people, feel the emotions because in order to heal from the negativity, the the bad, the the awfulness going on in life, you need to feel the gritty, nitty emotions that people just want to shove down. Because mm. how can you heal if you haven't accepted what's really going on? It's like in therapy, they always say, like, you know, you've got to journal your feelings and you know, feel to heal. It's so true. Mm. You can, you know, it's okay to be like, oh, you know, if you push them to the side, they're gonna come back eventually. They're gonna come back and they're gonna come out with a vengeance. Mm. So I even when on my worst days where I'm feeling so low and I'm feeling so just under the the rock and under the well and I will always just sit there and feel them. Mm. And I'll write them down and I will always make sure afterwards I talk to someone, James, my mum, my friends, I just vent to them. And they will always say to me, you know, half of what you said is absolute bull. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they'll go, you know what half you said is just your just mind's been, a, been an absolute nightmare to you. Mm. I'm like, yeah, but like when you're in that moment, you don't think clearly. So you don't think that you're you're being irrational or anything. Yeah, you believe that voice, don't you, in your head? Yeah. Because you think, well, it's my voice, so therefore it must be true. Absolutely. It must be true, yeah. Yeah. One tip I do have is I know people have this negative self-talk. What I will say is if you can change that voice to someone you don't like, <gasps> it completely changes the game. Oh, that's a good one yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. I think mine at the moment is who's mine? Let me, let me, let me have a little talk. Yeah, mine's Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. And so, you you know if he's talking about something I've done that's been a bit stupid, I'll just be like, Donald, please go away. Not now. Not today, Donald. Yeah, that's a good one actually, because there's yeah. not many people that particularly like or believe what comes out of his mouth. So that's the good exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I want to go back to Lizzo just for one more point um, because yeah, yeah. she was talking about shutting the haters down and she does that in her, in her music as well as, you know, on social media. And she said, we as yeah. a society have normalised cruelty to a point where we have internalised cruelty. In in her case, yeah. she was referring to racism and it was about body shaming. Yes. Some, well, yeah, shaming somebody's body. Yes. And to quote her directly, she said, this shit should not fly. What do you have to say yeah. about that? Because you've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers on like Instagram and stuff. And I know that most of them, for the most part, are all positive. But when you have that much of yeah. a platform and an audience, you're always going to get, even if you don't have that big an audience, you're still going to get oh, yeah. dicks, you know, that just... Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, what's your take on what Lizzo's talking about? And then how do you deal with any idiots online? So there's a feature on Instagram, which I would tell everyone about where you can block certain words from your comments and messages so for example if you're constantly getting told you are you are fat and you find fat an offensive word you can block the word fat and you'll never receive a comment with that word again wow it is it changed my my life but I, I will always say this and those who are happy don't spread negativity those who are unhappy will only spread negativity. You'll never find a person who's content in their own lives and who's really happy and full of love. They'll never 
typing a nasty message on Instagram to someone they don't know, it's just not, it's not feasible. Mm. But those who are unhappy and miserable in their own lives and full of jealousy and toxic energy, they'll spread negativity. So true. So in your, through what your, your eyes, because I'm sure that your people have, you know, spoken to you about if they're struggling, what are some of the yes. signs that you've seen in yourself and in others that someone is lacking in self-worth and needs a serious prescription of some self-love? I just think it's about who you follow online. It's about who you connect with in person, you know, I could say a lot of tips, but it has to come from you. Mm. You have to want mm. to like yourself. And I know there's some people out there who are just so full of negative energy and hatred towards others and themselves. Mm. They need a lot of work to do. I'm the, I will, I, it's, it's always hard to say like, what my tips and tricks are because every single person is different. Yeah, well, it's not necessarily tips and tricks. It's like, what are some of the symptoms that somebody is like really down on their own self-esteem and self-worth? Yeah. Because I think sometimes they don't necessarily realise that actually there is something that needs addressing. It's just like, well, I just feel down, maybe slightly down, and I've accepted that's who I am. The steps that I know I'm going down that I recognise, and that's lack of personal hygiene, which I know to some people might sound disgusting, no. but when you're having a bad day or when you're having a bad mental health moment, looking after yourself, doing your hair, doing your makeup, it's just mm. not, you just don't want to do it. Mm. You don't want to do it. That's my first step. So I love doing my makeup. I love doing, like, my skincare and stuff. The minute that goes, I know something bad's coming. The wave of life is coming my way, you know. That's my first step. And then I'll notice that, like, I'll withdraw myself from friends and family. Like, they'll text me and I'll be like, I'll reply later. That's a, a definite sign. If you know a friend or someone you love is kind of not responding to your phone calls or texts, and if they are, they're a bit short, they're a bit, you know, there's no conversation flowing. Mm. I suggest that they may need a bit of a boost, a bit of help. Mm. The self hygiene one is like that really resonates because I know in like with various mental health problems that is is an indicator for sure. Yeah, definitely. So kind of segueing from there into self care, how do you show yourself some like self love in that respect? Like bathing is the simple one that comes to mind, right? Yeah. It depends what level of low I'm feeling. If I'm feeling rock bottom, I have to shut out the world, have a nap, take my medication, talk to my partner. If I'm if I'm feeling like a bit oh, a bit flat, a bit meh, I will always have a dance in my underwear. <laughs> I've seen that you do that on Instagram. That cures a lot of problems. I am here for your dance moves, Liv. I'm really here for them. Oh, <laughs> It's like dad at a disco, dad at a wedding. <laughs> dad at a wedding. Well, let's speak. It is so, isn't it? <laughs> you said it, I didn't. I um, Speaking of your Instagram, though, I can't remember which post exactly it was. I think it was a video where you said, love yourself, be yourself, find joy in the everyday and realise your worth. Could you give us an example of how you personally might apply these four steps into one of your days? Oh, okay. So we've got love yourself first, mm -hmm. then be yourself, then find joy in the everyday, 
and then realize your self-worth okay so first of all love yourself it's not going to be an overnight thing you're not going to wake up tomorrow and go i love myself i am this i am that slow steps one step at a time be the tortoise not the hare you know just slow and steady simple tips and tricks you know affirmations on your mirror every morning write down one thing you like about yourself it doesn't have to be even physical it can be you know personality wise it can be i really like how kind i am i like how giving i am i like how accepting i am of others mm. i think that's a great way to start a little affirmation on a post-it note on your mirror every morning you wake up and you look in the mirror you brush your teeth or whatever and you go yeah i am kind i am giving i am thoughtful it doesn't have to be external features it can be what's what your soul is like as for be yourself i mean if you're not a weirdo i don't want to know <laughs> you can't live your life wearing a mask of someone else mm. it's exhausting it's tiring it's irritating you know just be yourself and i promise you there are people out there who will love you who will love every inch of you for being yourself whether it's you know someone who likes to collect weird things we don't judge here we love the openness and the uniqueness of humans mm. and then what was the next one i find joining the every day yes i have written a list on my phone which i think everyone needs to do it's called a gratitude list and it has i'll, I'll read some out if you want Go on. it's just little things that just spark joy into my life let's find it things that bring me joy laughing until i wheeze and cough there's nothing more satisfying to me than being having like you know when you're with your friends and you're, you're having a bit of a yeah. funny session and someone will say something and you'll just laugh so much, you just start coughing and choking on your own. Yeah, that is a good one. Or whatever. It's the best feeling ever. Also, a cup of tea in the morning, a good, or a cup of coffee, you know, a good cup of something. Yes. Oh, it just, the really little things that we take for granted, things that make us go, ooh, you know, that's yeah. what we should focus on. Yeah. The, the little things make the big things, you know? Mm. Oh, that's, yeah, love that. I think we've got one more. Realise your worth. I will say this to everyone out there listening. You're important. You are special. I don't want pointing. I know you're pointing at me. Can you see like, me? Okay. <laughs> like, you're special. <laughs> you're needed. I just, I think... There's probably, I think there's about 8 billion people on the planet at the moment. Right. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a scientist. But every single one of us is so unique and so special and so important. Why do we ever think we're less than? Mm. You would never say to your best friend, to your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, whoever, you'd never say to them, you're not important. You're irrelevant or mm. this or that. Why do we say to ourselves? Well, this kind of leads me on to social media a bit more. In today's world of beauty and social media, it is really hard Ooh. to keep it real over yeah. fake because even like the abundance of filters, and I'm not saying yeah. anything bad about filters because I love a good filter, but then, you know, 
we don't look like the filters, do we? Don't we? Don't no. look like Barbie no. in real life. So that that definitely, I think, does play a part, right? Absolutely, yeah. I think also filters. They can be fun. I love a fun filter. There's one where I can turn myself into a slug. I love that one. <laughs> but I think there's some filters that they're so unrealistic. Yeah. That you just think, oh, it's like it's almost like there's a whole thing of like catfishing. Yeah. You know, people will put filters on their like Tinder profiles or whatever, and then you meet the person and they don't look like that. Yeah. And it's just like, just be yourself. You know, no one looks like this chiseled, perfect lips long eyelashes person every single moment of the day mm. come on just put a frog on your head use that filter be a slug let's have some fun with it yeah too short. i loved another post of yours your response to what body type are you live fabulous <laughs> yeah fabulous Steal, i'm stealing that fabulous <laughs> i'll have it yeah I'm, it's all yours it's oh, all yours i love it and and actually as well Let's talk about all your tattoos. I'm loving all the tats and I wondered, well, first of all, I'm curious how many you've got or have you lost count? And I also wonder, is there one in particular that is a real kind of permanent stamp of self-love? I actually have self-love on my wrist. Oh, well, that one would be the one then. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. I don't know how you can see it, but it just says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see self. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the love is just there. Oh, one on each wrist. Nice. One on each wrist, yeah. As for how many, last time I counted, it was 80. Eight zero. Eight zero. Wow. It's the golden number 100. Or do you not have a number? Well, I mean, until my body is covered, (laughs) we'll stop there, maybe. Fair, fair. If you don't mind me asking, I'd love to know about self-love and sobriety because you've been sober now for nearly four years, if my stalking is correct. Yeah, well done. (laughs) Thank you. Four years in May. (laughs) Thanks, congratulations. And could you tell me a little bit how, you know, being sober has affected your own sort of self-worth and self-love? And what was it like when you were drinking? Because, you know, I'm no Sherlock, but I would imagine that actually it was more of a hinder than a help, even though people do use booze to mask, you know, things that are going on in the mind. That's the thing I was masking. I was masking a lot and I was using alcohol as a crutch to kind of get me through the bad mental health moments. And it got to the point where it wasn't just the nights out where I was was binge drinking to get blackout drunk just to feel something other than sadness. Hmm. It was the fact I was drinking at the age of like 18, 19. I have a bottle of vodka in my room. I just drink on my own. Hmm. That is a little Hmm. bit weird. That's not healthy. Um, and I, it was literally the 19th of May, 2019, I was out. So before COVID even was a thing, life has changed so much, I think. Mm-hmm. I was out, I was in a club with my friend for her birthday and I had so much to drink. I had, a, I would only describe as a massive panic attack on the dance floor. Mm. Now, I have to admit, it was embarrassing because you're there like struggling to breathe and everyone's like around you it was a massive wake-up call to me that I was like I can't keep doing this 
I can't keep substituting, you know, therapy and good mental health care for alcohol. Mm. It's not it's not feasible. Mm. I was constantly broke because I'd spend all my money on booze mm. on the nights out. So from the 19th of May, I obviously woke up this morning, felt like absolute death, mm. felt awful, you know, as I normally did after a binge. Mm. And I thought, I'm not doing this again. And I haven't had a sip of alcohol in nearly four years. Wow. Congratulations. Well, I think that was a very big act of self-love, wasn't it? To do that for yourself. One of the biggest things I've done for myself is to recognise those negative habits and change them. Mm. Because it's not kind to your body. I mean, no. if you want to have a tipple, that's fine. I think the binge drinking culture that certainly in the UK, it's not kind to yourself at all. I mean, people... No, it's, it's so bad. Yeah, people do it to let off steam or to behave in a certain way. And I wish that more people would think, if the night's not fun, <laughs> the night's not fun. We don't make it fun by getting, yeah, you know, blackout drunk. But to each their yeah. own, I if suppose. If the night's not fun, you can go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Confidence. You come across as a very confident lady. I think, again, when we marry that with the whole self-love, self-worth, self-esteem, if we struggle with our confidence, the hurdle is even bigger, isn't it? So yeah, I know you don't like the kind of any tips and tricks thing, but do you have any guidance on how we can become more confident? Hands are in the air. <laughs> so... My mom told me this trick years ago, and I, I've told everyone who will listen to me this trick. So, if you're going to an event or you're going somewhere where you don't know, you don't know any people, or you're feeling a bit anxious, you're feeling a bit like, oh, I don't know if I should go, pretend you're an actress, right? So, you're pretending you're an actress, and your role is to be the most confident person in the room, the one with the most success, the one that everyone wants to be. And you walk in with your head held high and you act the crap out of that role. <laughs> and you know you're going for an Oscar. You know an Oscar is calling your name. And I guarantee the minute you start faking it, you become more confident. Fake it till you make it. Absolutely. Fake it till you make it. I love that. Be Meryl Streep, as my mum says. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, which actress are you? Ah, oh, well, my mum's Meryl Streep, because that's all she says. I think that's the only actress she knows from this generation. <laughs> um, I would have to say, you know what? I'm going to say Beyonce. Oh, yes. Yes. Queen Come Bee. On. Come on. I'm going for my Oscar, my Grammy. Yeah, that's right. That's a good one. You mentioned about self-love Sundays, but I just wanted to mention it again because I think that is such a great idea. So this is on your Instagram where you do share some really cool tips and you're going to do it every Sunday, right? Yes, correct, yes. And it's kind of just that little quick reminder of... yeah. It's just, I think it's Sundays, we always have the Sunday scaries where you just don't want to go for work, for work the next day. Oh, that, that Sunday scaries, that's a good way of putting it. Sunday scaries, yeah. You just you feel like, you know, it's the end of the week, you've got to prepare for a new one. Some of us feel empowered, some of us feel a little bit scared. The selfless Sunday is a small reminder that, you know, it's okay, we got this, you know. We're doing mm. great things. And sometimes you see a little reminder of how to improve your mental health slowly, you know? 
Mm. Why do you think so many people struggle to love themselves? I mean, I I kind of went again down a bit of a rabbit hole with the whole self-love, even breaking down, you know, what it means. And so I'll just, I'm going to read read out because I really love the way this was articulated. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. So then I think about why so many of us do not prioritize ourselves. And we might prioritize, you know, there's one thing doing it for your loved one, your partner, your mum. Yeah. But then we do tend to prioritize that colleague that we don't even work with so closely or, or there's an underlying fear somewhere. And I think there's also some kind of underlying, is it guilt? Like we don't deserve to give ourselves kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Bear in mind, a lot of millennials, I don't know if you're, are you a millennial? Yeah. So basically the 2000s and late 90s were so ruthless for diet culture. Yeah. And I think that like, if you look at like America's Next Top Model, super, super sized, but super skinny. Mm. So many shows showed that being super skinny was the right thing and the only thing to be. If you were a size bigger than a size 10, you were worthless. Mm. There was a thing in the uh, the late, I think it was the late 90s, early 2000s, called heroin chic. Mm. Where literally. Yeah, Kate Moss was the poster girl. Yeah. Yeah. If you look like you were on heroin, as in a dangerous drug that can kill you, you were considered chic. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. What? Yeah. And then, like, obviously, You'd, you'd be very, very, very slim and you'd wear like clothes and you'd look a bit like you'd have like uh, sunken in eyes, dark and dark under eye circles. And that was chic. Yeah. And then there was the birth of the Internet and, and social, social media. media. Woo. We're, we're all screwed from there. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just a couple more questions. So you mentioned that a lot of people do sort of contact you in terms of like self-love and they don't know where to start. So as we're starting yes. to draw this conversation to uh, an end, like, and thank you so much for your, for your time today and all this bloody brilliant advice. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. Where is a good place to start, would you say? Oh, okay. If we're going to strip it back to the very beginning of self-love, what I would do, just get a notebook, get, get yourselves a brand new crisp notebook and write down three things you like about yourself. Three things, just three. If you can't do three, do two. Two things you like about yourself and why. And then I want you to repeat that for about a week or so. Repeat that every night. Look at yourself. For example, I really like my eyes because they are they are blue, they are big I like my lashes that kind of vibe hmm. the more you feed into your mind positivity and kindness the more you're going to receive it back hmm. if we go into the world with a net I'm a bit this is my this is my grandma coming out of me now she was very spiritual she's very like woo woo as she used to say if you go into the world feeding out negative energy you're going to receive only negative energy back if you give out kindness and love to not only others but yourself more importantly as well you would receive that back mm. why would you want negative energy to come back to you i don't want that i don't, I don't want to curse on me no thank you yeah i only want good vibes 
Good vibes. Good vibes, good life. Yeah. Good book as well. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, final question. <laughs> I ask every guest to set us some homework based on the theme of the episode. Oh, yeah. So in this case, Liv, and I guess it is kind of like um, the next step from the advice about where to start. So in this case, yep. what is a simple, actionable first step that we can take when it comes to working our way up the self-love scale that will help us on our mission to building a happier life? Okay. Okay. I want you to do two things for me. People listening, I hope you're listening well. I want you to do two things for me. One, I want you to do one act of kindness to yourself. Be that a hair mask. A skincare routine, taking your meds, okay? Mm-hmm. And secondly, do something kind for someone else. Whether it be, you know, you see someone and you see a friend who's got like a young child, just say, do you want any help with babysitting at all? It doesn't have to be anything costly. It can be offering your time, your ears, you know, a mm-hmm. shoulder to cry on. Just show a bit of kindness to others and you'll receive it back. And show kindness to yourselves. Come on. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Liv. Ah, thank you for having me. For more on you, where people can find you, it's pretty simple, really. You're at Self Love Liv on Instagram. I'm pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yeah, on everywhere, exactly. TikTok. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. And YouTube, yeah. The whole shebang, at Self Love Liv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very we'll add it to the show notes because we do with every guest, but it does what it says on the tin. So, ah, <laughs> yeah. thank you for your time. Of course, yes. That was so much fun. Oh, isn't she great? Cheers again to Self Love Live. And thanks to you, my friend, for making it through another episode of the Happier Life Project. I say make it through like it's a real chore, don't I? But um, I do really appreciate you investing your time to listen. Now for the important housekeeping. If you are suffering with your mental health, there is a crisis button on the My Possible Self app, which will signpost you to the correct information for immediate expert advice. Those of you who are listening on one of the podcast platforms, the My Possible Self app is completely free to download, so you don't need to worry about it costing you anything. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a review if you found this episode helpful and to find and follow us on social media if you're not already there. We are at My Possible Self and I've been at Radio Gabby. Do take care and I'll see you on the next one. Bye for now.